The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark chapter 10. Some Pharisees came to test him, and they asked, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? And he answered them, What did Moses command you? And they said, Moses allowed a man to write a certificate of dismissal and to divorce her. But Jesus said to them, Because of the hardness of your heart, he wrote this commandment for you. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. And for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. Then in the house, the disciples asked him again about this matter. And he said to them, Whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. And if she divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. People were bringing little children to him in order that he might touch them. And the disciples spoke sternly to them. But when Jesus saw this, he was indignant and said to them, Let the little children come to me and do not stop them. For it is to to such as these that the kingdom of God belongs. For I tell you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will never enter it. And he took them up in his arms, laid his hands on them, and blessed them. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated, please. Let us pray. Almighty God, you call us to be your people. We are broken, we are hurting, and we come screaming against your love, and you take us into your kingdom. Be with us. Amen. So, the sermon is not about marriage. The sermon is not about big D, divorce. The sermon is not about homosexuality, male and female. The sermon is about Jesus being tested, Jesus being put into a trap. One. Two. It's about being weak and vulnerable in society. Three, it's about God's new kingdom. And that kingdom is different than the rest of the world. So the Pharisees come to test Jesus. What was the test? They asked, is it permissible for a man to divorce his wife? They already knew the answer. The answer was yes, divorce is permissible. So what were they after? They were hoping Jesus would do the same thing that his cousin John the Baptist did. John told King Herod that he should not divorce his wife. It is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. Herod had divorced his wife to marry Herodias. 
And if Jesus would side with John, then the Pharisees could put Jesus in the same situation that John was in. Long time ago, we read Mark 3. The Pharisees went out and immediately conspired with the Herodians against Jesus on how to destroy him. This text is one of those areas of destruction. So the test is not divorce. The test is, what does it mean to be a disciple of Jesus? The question is, how do we respond not in fear to those things that are a test? The test was not divorce, but the test was, what will the kingdom of God be like? Will it be a place for insiders and outsiders? Will doctrine be about boundaries and walls and defending our faith? Or will it be about the grace of faith and the shining of God's light on people who are hurting, on God's love? And the children, the little ones, will they be on the outside of this test? like the disciples wanted them, do not bother Jesus. If that's the light, it's the wrong light. We are called to be a light shining on a hill. Anything less than that is wrong. So let's start with marriage. In order to understand marriage, you have to understand the world in Jesus' day. In Jesus' day, individual people did not really get married. It went like this. One family would present a male. The other family would present a female. And those two families came together in a business agreement, if you would like. Those two families were joined together because of that marriage. And it usually meant that one or both families would move up in the community in honor. It would also lead to maybe political power in their community. It may be an economic move that the two families could work together. But it was not about a man and a woman getting married. And what was divorce then? Divorce was not between a man and a woman. It was between one family clan and another family clan, and they were split apart. And then there would be a feud. So is the issue about divorce? Or is it about being vulnerable? These persons in the text who are on the edge of society, 
women and children and any outsider. Any of those who are made to be less than what they could be become vulnerable. They are separated sometimes by ritual or tradition, ethnic fights, race, religion, gender, but they end up being alone. So the reality of divorce in our day and age, the reality of not being married, the reality of not having children, those things put us as outsiders for a time. And Jesus comes into the text and he reminds them that God has created them for a relationship. To be marginalized is to be alone. To be in God's kingdom is to be in relationship with God's community. So Jesus is protecting the vulnerable in society, those who are caught in a legal contract. How do you divorce your wife in Jesus' day? You write a certificate that said, she burned the coffee and I don't like it, I don't want her. That was it. And Jesus is saying, that's not right. Because if she was divorced, her economic life was put at almost zero. And the way to make money for a woman in Jesus' day was not very nice. So he's talking about protecting those who are vulnerable. So then we come to the children. Why were they bringing children to Jesus? Why was Jesus touching them? In Mark, every time the word touch is used, it's used in a healing. So the children were being brought to Jesus because they were sick and they needed his healing touch. They were vulnerable. So the picture we have of children in our day and age, sweet Jesus holding the children and they're all sitting around him and everybody's smiling and they're all squeaky clean. Guess what? In Jesus' day, it looked more like an emergency room at a children's hospital. Jesus was surrounded by sick children and all the problems and smells that come with that. Runny noses, dirty faces, diarrhea, smelly diapers, nausea. Oh yeah, and those unpleasant eruptions. Crying and whimpering that would not stop. Then we understand why the disciples were saying, Parents, take the kids and go away. You're bothering the teacher. They were assuming that Jesus would not have time for six children. And besides that, 
60% of all kids died before the age of 16. Why would Jesus want them? Once again, Jesus is warning the disciples, give up how you think about God's kingdom. It's not this world. It's not how God rules. He was telling the disciples, you, children, women, are all dependent upon God's grace. And the love of Jesus is always accessible. It's there for the taking. Of children, he said, he embraced them, he blessed them, and he placed his hand upon them for healing. So what does that mean for us in our world today? When we hear that story of parents bringing children to Jesus and the disciples sending them away, we become indignant at the disciples. And when we become indignant at the disciples, we have learned the Jesus response of being a true disciple. Jesus comes in the early part of the text being tested. What does the law say? But then he ends up talking about a relationship. God's hope is we have an abundant life that we share God's love in community with each other. The law is given to protect the vulnerable, but we can misuse the law. And what he's saying is, you can't misuse God's kingdom. It's there to protect those who are vulnerable. Jesus is making a statement about what kind of community he is building. It's a community based in real relationships. Relationships found on love and mutual dependence. Found in respect and dignity for everyone in the community. It is for the health of the community and the protection of the vulnerable. That's our calling. The whole passage is about community. It's not about the community of those who are strong or wealthy or powerful or independent. It's a community of the real life that we live. The community of the broken, of the vulnerable, of those at risk, of those who are outside of the gifts of others. It's a community that is being honest and open with each other and their relationship with God so that everyone who created, for the one who created them, is first and last and the whole community together. This is what the church is about. Jesus comes with his broken life 
and comes for those of us who have a broken life. The church came to experience Christ's love through the cross, through their own vulnerability, not worried about the harm that would come to them, but rather open to the brokenness and needs of those people around them to make a whole community together. So when we look at Jesus, what do we see? We see him embracing the ones nobody else will embrace. We see him confronting the religious people with self-righteousness that is wrong. We see him forgiving sinners and restoring people to their right mind. We see him teaching people to follow the commandments by loving God and loving others. Not to separate them, but to bring them together. And so in this lesson, we see Jesus telling people to be faithful to their spouses We see him welcoming the little children. We see him welcoming us. Amen.